0: and welcome to another great message from Mr. Christian Outreach Church. We pray you'll be inspired and equipped by this teaching. For more information on Mr Christian Outreach Church, please check out our website at noosacoc.org.au. Enjoy. Hello. Thank you so much for the invitation to come this morning. I'm so excited because, uh, as pastor pastor's saying I remember when we were living in the Solomon Islands uh, for that eight years, every year this church would send a team over and really bless us and bless the islands. And we had some great fun together. We visited uh, Malaita, and uh, my kids grew up with uh, visitors coming from this church, bringing them gifts and bringing them toys. So it is such a, a great pleasure to be here again uh, and rekindle that relationship. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Diana. This church actually, through Gary, you're one of the only churches in Christian Christianary Centre that's been to a place that I haven't been to, which is the uh, east side of Malaita. over to a place called with uh, Henry, and uh, I think Gary Hurigan led that team, that's a few years ago. A <laughs> few old faces around the place, I am so happy to be here, great to see you all, um, and it's an honour to be here, of course. Uh, big fella Jesus, he kisses me back. Long this fellow world he no good through. Fashion long this fellow world he got no good through. Fashion long this fellow world, he mean no good through. That's this this world is no good. <laughs> Jesus he got number. Number one. Jesus he got number. That is so awesome to be with you. I say just thinking of that scripture. For unto us a child is born, <clears throat> a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. We come to worship a God. We come to worship a God who is not democracy. He's not Western. He's not up for voting. (laughs) He's God. He created us. He gave us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And we give him, we come this morning to give him honour and glory and praise and honour. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, it's been a few years since I've been here, but uh, it's awesome to be here. Thank you very much, Josh. Uh, Thank you very much, Kristen. Uh, It's so honourable to be here. I Thank you very much. For those of you who don't know us, uh, I have been around for a while, probably a bit too long, (laughs) not too long enough, but um, been in the islands. My life is the islands. My life has been, uh, lived in the Solomon Islands. I've just come back from Papua New Guinea on Friday afternoon uh that's why I, I love the islands i love the island people we lived there for eight years our children grew up there we have four daughters who grew up in the islands and uh it was an honor to be there it was an honor to be part of christian Avery center of course of which this church was such a part of and gave sponsored uh bible college students and all the rest of it you're you're an awesome church and i thank you very very much um with life you go through times and seasons. Times and seasons, and that's just the way of life. We grew up in the, uh, well, not so much grew up, but it was up in Innisfail for many years. And you have a wet season, you have a dry season. And during the seasons, seasons are something that you cannot manage seasons. Time is something that you manage. Everybody has been given time. Everybody has been given 24 hours in every day, Everybody's been given seven days in every week, from the richest man in the world to the, to the orphans in Africa. Every single one of us has been given time, and time is something that you manage. You decide how long you sleep, you decide how long you pray, you decide how long you come to church, you decide everything. We decide times. But for seasons, there is something different. Seasons are something that are different in our lives, and there is no managing seasons. You don't manage a wet season. You prepare for seasons, and that's what you do. You prepare for the seasons in your life, and I've, you know, I love different seasons, and I love the season of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. That's what I love. I love being a part of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. But I found something else. In the wet season and the dry season, the sugar cane grows very fast in the wet season. Very quickly, it needs the moisture. The rains come, it just sucks it up. There is a grass in the Northern Territory that they tell me grows for four inches every day. You can literally see the grass grow, a type of grass. Grows in the wet season, doesn't grow in the dry season. But of course you need both seasons for things to develop properly. Without a dry season, you don't have sugarcane. The quality of the sugarcane, there is no sugar in the cane. You need the dry season. You need the sun to come and beat upon it and dry it and make it. That's what creates the sweetness in sugarcane. And when you've been around for a few years, you've actually seen a few seasons come and a few seasons go. And I've seen a few seasons come and I've seen a few seasons go. And I know the seasons, which I'd rather be in, the seasons were a great outpouring of God's spirit. But right now, I've I've been through some seasons, and everybody goes through different seasons at different times. Some of you can go through a season that's dry right now. Some of you could be in a season where it's the greatest blessing that you've ever seen in your life. And the churches are the same. Christianity Center is the same. We've been through some wet seasons. We've been through some dry seasons. We've been through different things. And you come out the other side and you think, Phew, thank God for that. The greatest words in the Bible, and it came to pass. It has not come to stay, it has come to pass. And seasons come and seasons go. And I've seen some seasons, and that's where I can feel there is a change in the season. For Christianary Centre and for the, for, for the Kingdom of God. And that is, you know, as Joel prophesied, he said, I see a day where the Spirit of God is going to fall upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. Your old men are going to dream dreams. I see a day that the Spirit of God will be poured out upon Australia. I, I love the islands, but I also love Australia. I love that you're getting involved with your, with uh, even going up to Kenilworth. I thought there was only a cheese factory up there. But there's other stuff up there. There's people up there. People that need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. A gospel of a kingdom that the kingdom of God will rule and reign on this earth. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. <clears throat> uh, if you've got your Bible... <laughs> Turn with me to Luke chapter 5, verse 4 and 7. It's a message which affects me. That's why I know that as a human being, it'll affect somebody somewhere. <laughs> Luke chapter 5, verse 4 and 7. And this is Jesus, of course, on the, on the Lake of Galilee. And when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into deep. And let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signalled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. And I have been through some different seasons. I went back plumbing for a couple of years in the middle of all that because I felt there was a different season, but I've, I've come back over the last two years I've been involved back with Christian Centre and back into the islands. Of course, I, I just love islanders. It's not that white people are ugly. It's just that I love white... I just love islanders. <laughs> love going over to the islands. I love, love people. I love seeing old friends like Andrew. Did you turn 50? Sorry. <laughs> Don't have to be sorry about that. I turned 50 my years myself this year. (laughs) Both halfway. And as I went plumbing, I come back, and God said to me, God said to me, throw the net again. And as Jesus cried out to Simon and he said, Simon, go and throw the net again. And God said to me, Go and throw the net again. And now Simon was a fisherman. He knew the sea. He knew the Lake of Galilee. He looked at the Lake of Galilee, and that was his trade. His whole work was to throw the net out and catch fish. When he'd been working all night long, he didn't want to throw the net out again. He didn't want to throw the net out again. When God asked me to go back into the islands, you you know what it is to throw the net again. You know what it is to pick up the the sword again, whatever it is. You know what it is. when When you've been through some seasons and some different places in your life, you know what it is to pick up the net and throw the net again. But friend, like you and like me and like every single one of us, nevertheless, at your word, I'll go again. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll go again. Friend, because it cannot be the word of a man that you and I are running for God. It cannot be the word of a man that you and I are in different circumstances and situations. You know, some of us here, you might be in different relationships where you've got to throw the net again to make that relationship work. Sometimes there's children, sometimes there's family, sometimes there's healing, sometimes there's different things in life that come to you and come to me. But friend, there's a time where you need to pack up and you need to throw the net again. You need to be able to pray again. You need to be able to believe God again for healing again. You need to be able to, to mend a relationship again. And when Simon looked at Jesus, he looked with Jesus and he said, Don't you know I've tried all night? Don't you know I've been fishing all night and caught nothing? Don't you know, Jesus, I've, I've worked out, I know what it is to throw the net. You know how heavy those nets are? Jesus, don't you understand? I understand the sea. Don't you understand? I've been there and I've done that. I've tried it. It didn't work for me. I, it, 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 ah. But nevertheless, at your word, Jesus, friend, to hear the word of God is the most precious thing in the entire world. To hear the word of God wired for sound To hear the Word of God is the most precious thing in the entire world because that is the foundation of faith. Hearing the Word of God, hearing a word from God, hearing from God and saying, my God, I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. I'm going to run again. I'm going to get wired for sound. I'm going to get wired for God. I can hear the change of the season coming. There is a spirit of God and there is a rain that is going to come down. It's going to hit Noosa. It's going to hit Darwin. It's going to hit Perth. It's going to hit this nation such as never been. There's a new season coming. But in that new season coming, the word of God must come to you as it comes to me. Are you prepared to throw the net again? Are you prepared to throw the net again in Noosa? Some of us have been here for a long time. (sighs) I haven't been here for a while, but... Some of us have been around for a long time. And in the islands, I heard the call again, Murray, go and throw the net again in the islands. Go and throw the net again in the islands. Go and throw. Go and preach the gospel. And you can come up with many, many different reasons why you can't do things. There is, it's hard work. It's different things. And, you know, in Christian Always Center, I... I, I was the one in the South Pacific. I was the one in the Solomon Islands. I was the one that received a lot of finances. I was the one on the, on the ground in the Bible College training pastors. We trained over 574 pastors. Started over 250 churches from the tops of the highlands over to Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, all different nations all across the Oceania. We made such an impact. We made such a, uh, you know, just such a great thing happen. It was such a great move of the Spirit. But I came to a place where I can't live on yesterday's glory. If all I've got to tell you is about a time where I ran a Bible college 20 years ago, then we're in a lot of trouble. (laughs) And that's why it comes down to you and I today. Are you willing to throw the net again? Are you willing to throw the net again in your community? Are you willing to throw the net again of your neighbour? Are you willing to throw the net again over your, over your chaplaincies, over your different works that you've had in this, in this church? Are you ready to throw the net again, go out to the islands back again? Josh, you haven't been to the islands yet. You're coming. <laughs> Are you ready to go again? Because I, I, I know when you, you throw that net out, it's, it's not easy. Some relationships that you work with, some children, some husbands, some wives, some relationships, they (laughs) feel like, I'm not throwing that in again. I have been to that place, I have been hurt, and I ain't doing that again. That's why it can't be the voice of a man that tells you to go. It's got to be the voice of God. Nevertheless, at your word, I will go. Nevertheless, at your word, God. It It can't be the word of a pastor. It can't be the word of an old missionary. It cannot be the word of a musician. It's got to be the word of God that you have heard. This is a relationship. This is a children. This is your, your life. You've got to throw the net again. And the first time we threw that net over in the islands, we caught so many fish that the net started to break. And I tell you what, there's one thing that every single fisherman in the world hates. A broken net and the fish that got away. <laughs> the fish that got away, you know. There's a fish that always seems to get away. Every fisherman has a story of the fish that got away. You should have seen this, Acker. <sighs> These are great fish. You should have seen this as this net broke. As, as Simon listened to Jesus and he threw the net again. And he threw that net and they caught so many fish that the net started to break. The net started to break. Fish were popping out everywhere. But they still caught enough fish to fill two boats to the point of sinking. What a great awesome story. But God also gave me another story. Because I've been where that fish and that net breaks. God took me to a place in John chapter 21. If you want to turn there, John chapter 21, verse 3 to 11. Because there was a change in the season. There was a change in the season. Jesus had just died in John chapter 21. When he told that first story in Luke, it was the beginning of his ministry. But by John 21, he'd, he'd passed. He'd given to the cross. He'd spilled his blood. There was a change in the season. And Simon Peter in verse 3, John chapter 21 verse 3 said, Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And they said to him, we're all going with you. Because when you lose hope, you go back to where you came from. Friend, the secret in life is your vision of where you are going. When hope is lost, because hope is what you see, You must be over to see something. You must be over to see a glimmer of hope. You must be over to see something. Something's going to be better. For me going and throwing this net again, something's going to be better. Somebody has a a, a glimmer of hope that in, in Kenilworth next two weeks' time, you're going to be raising money to hope and help the chaplaincies across this district. Why? Because sometimes we look at our societies, we look at our our societies and we see there's almost a hopelessness in life. There's almost a hopelessness and things are getting worse, things are doing this, things are doing that. Friend, there's got to be a hope on the inside of you. You've got to be over to see that there is something different. When I pray, something happens. When we raise money and we can put chaplains in different schools and different places, something changes. We help that one. Without that hope, you go back. As the disciples there, we all went back. And in John chapter three and verse chapter twenty one and verse three, they all went fishing. And they went out and they immediately got into the boat and that night they caught nothing. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? I was thinking the other day when when God wanted to start a family, he started started with Abraham and Sarah, two barren people. (laughs) How do you start a family with two barren people? How do you do things but God is so much bigger than who you and I are? God is so much bigger. Anyway, that's another message for another day. They went out immediately, got into the boat, and they caught nothing. And when the morning had come, Jesus stood on the shore. And yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. And when Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, and they said, No. And he said to them, Cast your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. And so they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitudes of fish. Therefore the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard it, he was, it was the Lord. He put off his outer garments, for he had removed them, and he plunged into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for there was not far from there, from land for about 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. Then as soon as they had come to land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid on it and bread. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish which you have caught. And Simon Peter went up and he dragged the net to land full of large fish, 153. And although there were so many, the net was not broken. The Bible never mentions its words and doesn't put anything in the Bible for no reason. When Jesus wanted them, he already got fish cooking on the barbie. He's already got bread and fish and everything, but he wanted Simon Peter, go and check the net because this time the net won't break. Friend, there is going to come a season where God is going to move on the nations of the earth afresh. To be part of God's move is what my heart and my desire because I can see something coming. To throw the net again is hard work. I know the hard work it is to move. I know the finances we needed in the Bible college to run a Bible college, to, to, to feed a hundred people. I know what it is. I know the finances. I know the work. I know the hours of prayer. I know the hours of study. I know the hours of work that you must put in that for yourselves, to, go, to for, for a church to go back into the islands, the finances that you need to send people over into the islands. Bring the islanders back. Bring Levi and, and Melody back, you know. Bring the islands back to you. I know the cost that's involved. And sometimes we look at the cost and we think, I don't want to throw the net again. Sometimes I've prayed for different healing, I've prayed for healing, I've prayed for healing, I've prayed for healing, and I think to myself, I don't want to pray anymore. I don't want to do these things anymore. I don't want to do this this stuff anymore that that takes my time and my, my, my finances and my religion. God, I just want you to move miraculously. But I've been around long enough to know that God doesn't always move miraculously. Sometimes you've got to do things yourself. Sometimes you've got to grab that net by the scruff of the net and throw it out. Sometimes in your relationships, husbands and wives go through a different relationship, issues where you've got to throw the net again. She's worth it. He's worth it. Throw the net again. Do the things, the little things that, 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 you, you, that bring love back together again. Do the little things in your family. Do the things in your family with your children. Pray for your children. Bring them in. Have a meal with your children. Pay for things for your children. Do the things again that bring you close together as a family. Do the things as a church that that build and gather the church. Do the things in the church, the outreach of the church. Do the things in in the community in the church. Do the different things in the church. But friend, I know what it is there's a cost involved. It costs me personally. It costs me personally to go over to the islands every week. It costs me personally. It costs, it costs, it costs, it costs, it costs. But friend, I want to tell you something. God's coming. And he's going to throw the net again. And this time the net's not going to break. This time the net's not going to break. There are times and seasons in life but friend, you've got to hear the word from God. I have heard a word from God. Murray, the net's got going to break. Throw it again. Throw it again. If you as a church, you get behind the Solomon Islands, get behind any nation in the South Pacific. Really, I, I love the South Pacific. Just love the South Pacific. To get involved with the South Pacific again, to throw the net again. There's a heaviness to the net. There's a weight to the net. And I feel like God said to me, as, he said, as Jesus he said, throw it on the right-hand side of the boat. Those boats in those days, they were, they were set up for throwing the net on the left-hand side. Friends, sometimes you have to do something different to see a different result. Sometimes you have to do something different to see a different result. Sometimes in your relationships, you have to do something different with husbands and wives, children, grandparents, all sorts of different relationships that you and I have. Sometimes you have to do something different to see a different result. But friend, I'm up for results. I want to see results. I want to see the islands change. I want to see Noosa change by the power of the Holy Ghost. See, I feel there's a season changing. The season's changing for yourselves. And sometimes it comes down to the fact that, that you hear from God and then you make the season change. You grab a hold of your word from God. You grab a hold of that word from God. Are you wired for sound, or are you wired to hear God? Are you wired to hear the voice of God for you? When I first went to the islands, I, I went on the, to the islands as a, as a young man. I was only 26, my wife, and three children. Amy was four, Jackie was two, and Georgia was three months old. And Ashley asked us to go to the Solomon Islands. Luckily, we didn't know what the Solomon Islands was. Because there was no running water, no electricity, no house. There was no nothing there. So luckily, we didn't know what we were getting into. But you know, I went on the word of Ashley. Ashley asked me to go from a uh, pastor from Innisfail, and he asked me to go. But as he asked me, it was his vision, it was his dream. I'd actually never heard of the Solomon Islands too much before, but it was his dream and his vision. But I can tell you, when he asked me one on just one. I think it was a Thursday night, something on the inside of me jumped. You know, John Wesley said this. He said, when they talked to me about Jesus, my heart was strangely warmed. Friend, if your heart is strangely warmed by the word of God to you, if your heart is strangely warmed by the word of God for you, you've got to hear the word of God. You've got to be wired for hearing the voice of God for yourself because at the voice of God, at the Word of God, I'll throw the net again. Friend, at the Word of God, I'll do it again. Friend, at the Word of God, I'll go again. I'll throw it again. There's relationships that need to be restored. Husbands, wives, children, grandparents. We live in a human world. Sometimes humans, we're like a bunch of cats. You just can't herd them. Dogs, you can train them, but cats, you can't. Sometimes human beings, we don't do. One plus one doesn't always equal two. Sometimes I found with God, I think I'm doing everything right, but he doesn't do things the way I want him to do it. (laughs) I don't know whether you've found that yourself, but I've prayed a few times. He just doesn't do things the way I want him to do it. But friend, I want to tell you something. You've got to throw the net again. For the children in these schools around this area, you've got to throw the net again for your chaplaincies. Friend, if you do it, you've got to do it again. But I've been toiling all night. Sometimes you've thrown the net, you're throwing the net, you're throwing the net. You've worked, you've done all the work. Friend, you've got to hear the word of God again. It can't be the word of Murray. It can't be the word of Josh. It can't be the word of a human being. You've got to hear God for yourself again. God says, God will. What is the God? He requires that no man perish, but everyone come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, you've got to hear God again. You've got to hear God again. And then you've got to throw the net again. Is it hard work? Is it hard work, Andrew? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> do you get hurt sometimes? Yeah, you better believe you do. <laughs> You're a human being. You better believe you get hurt sometimes. Is everything rose, Rosy, Frank? Nah. But you've got to throw the net again. You've got to hear the word of God for you again. You've got to hear it. As people, I get complacent. Sometimes, you know, as Aussies, we get apathetic. I was going to pray against it once, but I couldn't be bothered. (laughs) Just couldn't be bothered. (laughs) They say Aussies are apathetic. I tell you what, there I can hear the move of the Spirit coming across Australia. And yes, we might be an uh, 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 apostolic, an apathetic mudge, but I tell you what, things have changed in this country. And we need to hear the voice of God again for this nation. We need to hear the voice again for this nation and throw the net of salvation in this nation. This nation needs to hear that there is a God. This nation needs to hear from our schools, to our churches, to our, to our parliament building. We need to hear again, there is a God. He sent his son and the government shall be upon his shoulders. But friend, it takes the net again. It takes throwing the net again. It takes preaching again. Sometimes it takes relationships again. There are broken relationships that need the net thrown again. Between pastors, between churches, between everybody. throw Throw the net again. Throw the net again. Throw the net again. Joshua, throw the net in this district again. Throw the net in this place again. Chaplaincies, throw the net again. Support them like you've never supported again. There, the net breaks. Breaks sometimes. One thing that every fisherman spends a lot of their time doing: sitting by the side of the lake, mending the nets. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes nets break. Sometimes you have to take time out. Time out is not wasted time. Time out is not wasted time while you are renewing and developing yourself. Time out is not wasted time when I'm developing and renewing the net. Time out is not wasted time when I'm putting back into myself and developing myself so I can run and jump again. Time out is not... I I, I took three years out where I went four years actually, went plumbing. Plumbing. Time out is not wasted time when you're developing yourself, when you're hearing the Word of God. And when you hear the Word of God, then you throw the net again. Then you throw the net again. see, you've been such a great church over the last, how many years? 25 years. Awesome church. Awesome pastors. Awesome pastors. You already have an, another awesome pastor in this place. Great young men. You know what? I think he's a keeper. he's a keeper. I let him run away. Sometimes I can come and go, but I tell you what, he's a keeper. Keep that one. Good on you, Josh. But you know what? For you in your life, are you ready to throw the net again? Are you ready to throw the net again? Are you ready to throw the net? The net's heavy. The older you get, the heavier this thing gets, too. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. God's not interested in our age. You're not old as you and me, Andrew, are old. You're old when you lose vision and dreams. When you stop seeing in front of you and all you do is just like to remind what's happened in the past. That's when you're old. You are young when you keep your eyes in front of you. You are young while there's hope and a spark on the top of your eyes. There's youngness in you. And there is youngness in this place because you, you want to throw the net again. As a church, if you decide to go back into the Solomon Islands and go back and visit, you've all got to go. <laughs> you've got to learn pigeon. Big pala Jesus, him, like him, you, pala for kiss him, this fella, language, and take him, go along, place belong him, and then preach him along this pala. through. Throw the net again. Throw the net again. Sometimes it hurts to throw the net. Sometimes it hurts to throw the net, but you've got to throw the net again. Our societies require us to throw the net again. Do you love Noosa? Of course you do. You live here. <laughs> you didn't love Noosa, you go and live in Gold Coast. You didn't love that? You go and live in Alice Springs. You all, we all find somewhere we like. <laughs> That's why we like it, friend, but it's got to throw the net again. Father, this day, let the power of your words sink out of the hearts and minds of people this day. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your anointing and your power and your ability to come upon people this day. Father, if there's any person in this building that does not know you as as Lord and Savior, Father, I ask this day, if there is anybody in this building that you do know that Do not know that Jesus Christ is the Savior of your life. Friend, you might be visiting as I am visiting here. But friend, if you don't know that Jesus is the Savior, that His blood was shed for you and I, friend, then this day you can give your life to Christ. It's a beginning. Life is not one event. Life is a journey. Christianity is not an event. Christianity is a journey with the family. I loved before seeing your family gather around, family members, praying, because you're a family in this church. Friend, if there's anybody in this place that you've never given your life to Christ, I give you an opportunity right now. You can come and see one of the pastors in this place. You can come and see myself. You can come and see some of the people in this place. If you've never given your life to Christ, if you want to rededicate your life to Christ, is there anybody in this place? Do not leave this place until you know that Jesus is your Savior. He is the Savior of your life. And His amazing grace will come over and wash you, set you free. Friend, if there's any person in this place that that message spoke with you, then I would love to pray for you as well. I'd love to agree with you that you can throw the net again. Sometimes you need to stand with your brothers and sisters. Sometimes you need to stand with your friends. Sometimes you've got to do things alone. I understand. But friend, if that is you today and you would like prayer and we could pray together that the God will, that you would throw that net again, then I would love you to come to the front and I would love to join with you and pray with you and believe God again. Friend, throw the net again. Throw the net again. This has been a lot of my story throwing the net is a lot of my story it's a lot of who I am and there's there's more to the story obviously than what you see and what you hear today but friend I've found so many times it's also the story of a church it's always the story of individuals it's the story of humanity the great story of life you get knocked down but you get up again you get hurt but you get healed Things happen. But friend, you go on. You go on. God is bigger. And we have locked into a God who is bigger than me and my circumstances and my situation and my problems in my life. I am plugged in. I am wired for Word of God. I am not wired for sound. Amen? Friend, let's just stand up and sing. But if you'd like to pray... You Like me to agree with you this day, then I would love to. Otherwise, I'm going to hand back to your wonderful pastor and uh, God bless you. Well, we pray you've been blessed by this message from Noosa Christian Outreach Church. For more information, please check out our website at www.noosacoc.org.au. See you soon.